Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a super Saturday edition of the DC Daily Drop. We're going to be talking about Supergirl Season 2, Episode 12, titled Luther's. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Uh, So what did you think of this episode, Zach, without getting into spoilers? Uh, This was way better than last week's episode for me. Way more interesting. Uh, If you remember, last week was all about Miss Martian, which is a storyline I'm not that interested in. And they flip it around and bring in the stuff that I'm the most interested in, uh, Cadmus and the Luthers and everything that's going on with them. So, um, yeah, I really liked this episode a lot. There's a lot of stuff that goes on, um, some cool characters we get to see. Uh, it's probably all I got to say, non-spoilery. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. This was probably... I, the last couple episodes have been good. They've been fine. Um, I've liked them, but I haven't loved them. This was probably my favorite episode since it came back from the break. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I know you've been interested in the Cadmus storyline and Luther's in particular for a while. Um, and I, I have too, but not as much as you, I don't think. And this episode really got me more interested in, in everything. And we got to see um, some peaks at the past and some other things. Uh, and I just, it was a lot of... A lot of good things going on and a lot of fun. Yeah, there, and there's so many like Smallville-esque things that go on, and that's okay for me. Like they can borrow as much as they want from Smallville. I love that show, so uh, that made me happy. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get into spoilers now. The uh, synopsis is that after Metallo breaks out of prison and frees Lillian Luther, the police blame Lena for his escape and arrest her, despite overwhelming evidence. Kara refuses to believe her friend is guilty and fights to clear Lena's name. Flashbacks reveal how Lena came to be a Luther. Meanwhile, Alex introduces Maggie to the gang. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, this is one of those episodes of these kinds of shows where it's like very early on, Kara's like, no, I don't believe that that's real, even though there's like a video showing Lena getting the kryptonite, and you're like, well, obviously it's not real because they wouldn't have the main character like <laughs> so ardently believing it. But yeah, um, we got to see Cyborg was Superman it? again. That was cool for like five seconds. Yeah, it just shows up. Uh, yeah, David Harewood. Just that's it's kind of nice when a minor character like that is also played by one of your major right. actors, so he can just he can just show up whatever. Put I, I will say it was cool to see Cyborg Superman, but it it looked like. They just put tinfoil <laughs> over his one half of his face. <laughs> so uh, the look uh, didn't do much for me, but it's I, it's always cool when they have a recurring villain show up like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and they had Kara obviously uh, believing in Lena, but it was surprising how everyone else just thought she was crazy. Yeah. Because there was just the one video evidence. Yeah, obviously it looks like good video evidence, but when of all people should know, hey, maybe that could be... When you're dealing with Cadmus or whoever, they probably know how to how to make a fake look good. Right, and that was it was kind of weird, like out of Wynn's character, like you said, because she basically had to force him to like do his job and actually check the video. And he's like, "Oh wait, yeah, you're right. If I had checked this before, I would have seen that it is fake." I don't know, right? <laughs> and and it's um and everybody jumped on Lena, even though I mean, has she really done anything bad? No, <laughs> I mean, she, I mean, she's a bit of a you can see she's got a bit of a ruthless businesswoman, but I, I mean, we haven't seen anything evil from her to suggest she would do something like yeah. this. It's because she's a Luther man. That's profiling. No, it's not okay. And hopefully Kara has helped 
clear her name a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's why I kind of I don't want Lena to go bad because that would just be too predictable. Oh, but she is bad though. Oh, you think so? And this whole thing is just she's just messing with it. She's playing chess. That's why at the end they show her oh. with the chess piece because this is all she's trying to get. She, I think she knows that Kara is Supergirl. I think she knows already, and yeah. she is just using her and manipulating manipulating her and trying to. Yeah, I don't know what she's trying to do. Gain world power, probably. What else do Luthers do? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you really think she's she's going to be bad? The villain. I think they the... want us to think that she's bad. I hope that she's not. Right. Because as much as uh, I just got done saying that I want them to lift as much from S- Smallville as possible. Um, but I hope they go the opposite way this time. I hope, obviously in Smallville, they couldn't have made Lex turn out to be a good person that just, cause there's established already, but I hope they can make her good because I really like the relationship that she has with, uh, Kara. Yeah. So sort of like a, a test mercer from Smallville. Right. Um, are you sure that wasn't a piece of checkmate that she was holding? It could be that that's, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. I think, I think they want it. They're gonna keep her gray and uh, make people wonder about her for a while. And I think that's sort of the biggest intrigue of the season right now is is what they do with her. Yeah. And then uh, one of the funny things was I I'm stupid. I so so when <laughs> it's not it's not funny. That's it. It's kinda, Next point. It's um, no. <laughs> so when they had to open the the vault and she's like, I need Luther DNA. I was like, why can't Lillian open it? Her last name's Luther. <laughs> and I like it took me like a minute to figure out like, oh, duh, that's her married name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh that's okay, man. Uh it's genetics are hard. We've we've had a lot of conversations on this podcast about family trees. It can be tricky to figure that out. Uh, so but um. that's that's my way of segueing into what'd you think of that vault with all the crazy uh Luther stuff in it? Yeah, I think it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was just a lot of Easter egg stuff, but if they're not going to use it, it's interesting, but I didn't have strong feelings. I'm curious. They they keep all the interesting stuff mysterious. Mm-hmm. So I, if we had a better idea of what some of the stuff was, I think that might help get me more excited. But uh, what did you think of it? Yeah, I, that's what I was going to say. Is I, I was kind of a little bit disappointed just because like they, they featured it kind of heavily in the trailer for this episode and right. then it the war suit right it in particular i mean i guess i didn't think i was gonna see somebody in it in this episode walking around and blowing stuff up but it would have been nice <laughs> yeah i think if they featured it you can i think we said you know if they're gonna show it somebody's got to be wearing right. it um maybe that's just a, a hint for later down the line or maybe it's just hey this is this is what happened but yeah yeah. All right. So we end the episode with Lillian running off. We don't know where she is. She got picked up by a helicopter or something. Um, when do you think Cadmus is going to come back into the picture? I'm assuming they're going to miss it for a couple of, or it's not going to be around for a couple episodes, but do you think that's the ultimate bad at the end of the season? Yeah. So I think that's where they're going. Uh, if I had to guess, they'd want Cadmus to be the big bad of the season. We know Terry Hatcher is ultimately going to be um, one of the villains, the main villain, actually. So I would assume she would be involved with him, although I suppose another threat could come in or um, whatever's going on with Monel and the Dominators could 
come back in. But if I had to guess, that's where they're going, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah, for sure. I I mean, they've done so much setting up with Cadmus that it would be weird if it wasn't if they to bring something else totally different in and try to make that the big bad that wouldn't make sense. So I'm excited yeah. for that because I the Cadmus storyline really interests me. Yeah, and it's, for me, it's getting more interesting as it goes, which is a good thing. So I was I was interested in the beginning, but now I'm I'm really starting to get more intrigued with it. Yeah, but it's funny that you ask if if you think they'll go away from Cadmus for a couple episodes. I think that's sort of one of the things with this season is they've they've done a lot of jumping around. So we've talked about this a yeah. little bit before, but last episode was all about White Martians. Before that was something different, and and so they've had Cadmus and the Luthers come into play a lot but they're they've been on and off yeah and i think you said something when we were reviewing last week's episode about how they're kind of tying up some of the storylines that maybe didn't work just because they set up so many so it it looks like they're going in the right direction kind of trying to get a little more focused on a core couple strands of stories yeah and i just think it overall this is like not a complaint about supergirl but the the CW shows in general, I think they could do more longer arcs, like mm-hmm. rather than than getting choppy with it, do a do a three or four episode arc with White Martian. That's essentially what they did, but they just spread it out a long time, and then do five or six episodes on Manel, and then half a season on Cadmus or whatever. I think that would be better for some people, but I understand it's it's tricky. You've got to make self-contained one episode shows at the same time, so. So you talked a little bit about Smallville. We got a lot of Smallville vibes from the Luthers in particular. We get to see Lionel and family. What did you think of all that and the flashbacks for young Lex and Lena? Well, Lionel doesn't have hair, um, but <laughs> that's true. Misses no. the flowing locks from Smallville's Lionel, John Parker. Right. Uh, no, it was, it was really cool to see them as kids, um, to see kind of how her past has made her the person she is and how messed up and screwed up it is to grow up a Luther. Like we already knew, but it's just adding whole other layers to that. Um, but that's the thing that worries me about Lena is seeing how smart and crafty she was, even as a young kid, like Lex wasn't a stupid kid and she could beat him in chess in like one try. And so, I don't know what she's up to, like if she's using that right now to do something bad. So I hope not, but we'll see. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of mystery that still remains. It was cool to see, uh, I guess, to see the Luther family dynamic. It's kind of different from anything we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, to have Lionel and Lillian and Lena and Lex all together. That's a lot of else. Um, but yeah, um, I wonder if we'll see more of those flashbacks or if that's it, but that sort of gives us the main story we need to know. Uh, I think that that set looked a lot like Lex's office from Smallville. Yeah, it did. <laughs> which I'm pretty sure they've used in, you know, they've used that house for Arrow. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if it's the same thing. I just thought that was pretty cool nod if that's what they actually did. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the last thing is uh, Kara and Manel at the end there, which set up Mr. Mixie Pitlick. Uh, what would you think of the ending there where it seems like Kara is realizing she has some feelings for Manel? Yeah, I don't know. They're just kind of delayed. <laughs> what I, I, I don't know. They Obviously, they like each other, so they're just creating some drama around that, but that's okay. They need some. Um, but Mr. Mixie Pixic coming in, jumping in out of nowhere and basically proposing to her at the end, that was a pretty awesome ending. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird, goofy comic book thing to do. 
<laughs> so I was happy about that. And the trailer for next week looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. So apparently Kara thinks she can have a relationship now, even though she she couldn't with James for some reason. Um, yeah. I don't know, I, man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so I don't have much else to say on that, but yeah, um, I guess we'll get into that now. The trailer's out for Mr. and Mrs. Mixie Pitlick or Mixia Spitlick or Mixel Pitlick, uh, <laughs> however you want to call it. What'd you think of that? Uh, yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, it's going to be, it seems like it's going to be one of those episodes where they kind of drop the rest of the storyline for a while and maybe do a freak of the week kind of thing where it's just that's all they're dealing with and there's not much of the through line of the other stories which you know they have to have every now and then the the one weird thing is that they should have done the valentine's day episode like this week because it was the day before valentine's but this is like right seems like a valentine's day episode the week after but whatever that's not a big deal right because i totally forgot they were they were doing the valentine's day episode and now it's oh whatever um yeah i've I normally don't like one-off villains, but I think Mixie Pitlick is a perfect for a one-off villain. He's a classic villain from um, Superman lore, but he's one where if you had a two or three episode arc with him, mm-hmm. you he would get old really fast. Oh yeah. Um, so I think a one episode thing, you know, um, not necessarily that I don't want to see him again. Obviously, we'll see, but I think it he works better in smaller doses. Yeah. And of course, we got to see the. I don't know how many times we've seen this in the last year, but Kara saying, let's get nuts. Oh my uh, gosh. I'm very curious to see how that scene plays out. I'm starting Obviously, to think that maybe like, of, uh, Warner Brothers like gets a certain amount of money every time one of their characters says that catchphrase or something. I don't know. <laughs> what I, th- I think it was, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I feel like that was a, a Michael Keaton improv thing. Yeah. So maybe he gets paid on it and he's just convincing people to to sneak it into every everything dc related uh but it's it always makes me laugh so it still works yeah all right so that will be next week mr and mrs mixie pitlick that's all we've got for today thanks for listening we'll be back again tomorrow thanks for listening and make sure to check out dc daily drop on twitter facebook and dc drop by tomorrow for more dc news